these recordings this week, the week of September 21st through the 25th, are dedicated in memory of my parents, Stanley Julius Ginsburg, Shmuel Yudel, Ben Usher Zimmel, and Yehudis Yedo. Usher Zimmel was a Kohen. Uh, Yehudis brought with her a traditional background. Um, may his memory be a blessing. And my mother, Mindel Devora, or Pelit Devora, Bat Shlomo Ganendel, Zichrono Livracha. May her memory be a blessing. And what I do is I spend time looking at the Torah portion of the week and how it can relate to my family, myself, my husband, and my family. And so I look at Hazinu, meaning to listen, to hear, to pay attention to. But you also have weights and scales. And so I'm always trying to figure out how do you rebalance? How do you recalibrate? Maybe that's the word of the week, recalibrate. <laughs> I think about the light that goes on in my tire all the time and that the air pressure needs to be recalibrated. It's that pressure, right? Inside of the outside. Or it's the sides of Hashem. You have mercy and compassion versus judgment. But how do you actually ever really judge someone? Unless you know where the roots are. Unless you know the whole story and how deep the roots go. But look at the number of the chapter as well. You get Lev, 32. The idea of open up your heart. Try to be truthful with yourself and what you can do to try and improve in who you are. Give thanks. Say thank you. Feel the gratitude. Feel the blessings of your life. It's easy to sit and complain and keep saying no thank you or push things away and say, look what that person did against whoever, myself, the next guy. But what about the blessings that are there? Is there another way to deliver the same message? Maybe alluding to the negativity, but not focusing on it. There's enough negativity out there. And so this week, I'm looking at Moses' poem, Epilogue, Moses' Last Days, getting closer to his death. And what struck me <clears throat> was that God is saying here, God will be there. God's the rock. God's the refuge. God's perfect. God's never false. He's true. He's upright. Um, and what are these words supposed to represent? Tzur, rock. Um, that God's a refuge, a protector. He's perfect. He's reliable and faithful. He's never false, never faithless. True, faithful, upright, trustworthy, reliable. And I was thinking of Shira because her name means song. And what was I thinking when I gave birth to Shira? I was hoping that she'd be healthy physically. I was hoping that she would have a beautiful life, a meaningful life, find a significant other that would share her life with her, someone who could understand her. 
um, I knew that I was the guardian. I certainly wasn't the boss in charge of her, just to nurture her and gently help her grow towards God's light. And so what does all this mean to me? Well, if you look at her name, Shira, and you start doing the gematria, and you compare it to Moshe, you realize that they share some of the same letters, the Shin and the Hay. So I didn't focus on the gematria there. I looked more at the letters they didn't have in common. Moshe with the Mem, meaning 40, and Shira with the Resh and the Yud, standing for 210. And I focused on the differences that maybe Shira would be able to bring into her psyche. No, Shira didn't have to go through any kind of slavery. And she's lucky. And she's lucky. She's very fortunate. But I think everybody has um, a slavery of their mind in some way. Their expectations, there's requirements. Many things in life are not clear or clearly stated. You're supposed to guess an awful lot in life of what's supposed to be done or not done. But yet there are clearly spelled out expectations in certain areas, thankfully. So why is that important to me? Because I keep looking at the word Hazina in terms of rebalancing the scales or recalibrating. Because it seems that because of COVID, things have gotten murkier and murkier, 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 very unclear, shades of gray leaning towards the black. So how do we get it back towards the white so that it remains gray? And I think the message is right here in the words in verse four, rock, refuge, and protector, perfect, never false, true and upright. And of course, you know, the English is not perfect as well. It's translating the Hebrew. So if you look, Hatsur, Tamim, okay, Mishpat, Emuna, Avel, Sadiq, Vyashar. So think about all those descriptive words and those are very good values to try to bring into your life and to share. And what my parents gave me or taught me, basically shown through modeling and example, my father loved the chauffeur blast. He couldn't really relate to the prayers. I guess they were just too long for him. But, and he didn't find a way to relate to the prayers or form, find meaning. But the blast of the shofar, loud and clear, really resonated within him. And he was always taking me around and hugging me tight when he heard the shofar being blown. And my mother, she was always opening the home to our family for family meals. She felt it was very important that our family unit would be tight, no matter how she felt about everybody. My father too. The door was open to family and welcoming the family members. And if they, we needed an extra chair or two for friends or incoming spouses, that was fine as well. My father said, let them in, bring them in as well. 
So those are the kind of values I grew up with. What a love, what a heart. And so again, this chapter really resonates within me. And then you don't wonder, where did Bears from Burdenfield come from? How does all this tie together? Was well, really Shira who came with me on that Shiva call after 9-11. A couple of students in her school at Salman Schechter, um, one lost um, a mother and another lost a father. And I didn't know these families, but I had spoken with the mother on the phone to order the Lulovinetrox set. And I thought, there's Sudaka right there. Look what she's done to try to make the community, um, to be, participate in the community and driving it forward so that more people would participate in Sukkot. And I started buying Lulovinetrox uh, because of her. And I never got to say goodbye. But I took Shira with me to pay a Shiva call. And we brought a little teddy bear for the girl. I didn't know if girl, I think she was nine at the time, would appreciate a little teddy bear. But I thought, why not? She could always give it away or put it on a shelf somewhere. We just wanted to bring something for her to comfort her, the only girl in the family. And I wanted to model for Shiro that sometimes our hearts don't feel like saying. And sometimes we have to go and console people and comfort people and be that refuge or remind others or act, not act like God, but act in the ways of God. Be that sense of protection, be a protector by offering a teddy bear. And so as we get closer to finishing up our 18 years, I just think about how Shira was there with me in the beginning with the teddy bears. And we hadn't really kick-started Bears from Bergenfield yet. I mean, it's 19 years or, um, since 9-11, right? We didn't really get started until a year later. But the seeds were planted. And I think that was my way of recalibrating Hazino. I can't bring back someone that's no longer here, but I certainly can teach Shira a way of comforting or remembering those that are no longer here and the good that they did, and the good that they brought the world in God's footsteps and in God's ways. And so today my message is recalibrating that how important it is to try to keep on that God's path and God's godly path of doing the right thing and keeping God's light lit. Have a wonderful day and thanks for tuning in.